Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Now, I, I kind of looked at, like, the first round of this year's past draft as, like, a buddy cop movie. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is when you got Thompson, a kid that did not go to college, and then you got a kid mm-hmm. in Marcus Sasser who literally did all you can do in college, was there for four <laughs> years. And, like, yeah. how cool is it to see that these two interact? I mean, you everybody's probably has seen the right. highlight by now, the alley-oop to the reverse dunk and everything. But to see something like that for kids that have practiced right. what, a handful of times together, playing in a handful of games, but is it cool to see right. that these kids have a bond? Or how is that working with them? Extremely cool. I think that, you know, now – uh, in this generation, when a player goes to school for four years, the first thing people say is, well, is he too old? Like, mm-hmm. is he going to be? <laughs> and, and, and then once you get a player who's played four years, you see the poise, you see the differences in, in their basketball maturity and being able to just handle different things. And that's what we've loved about Marcus. I think in Asar's case, Stoney and I were talking about this. I think it was at Monty's, after Monty's press conference. And one of the big challenges for you guys from a media standpoint is it's trickier, like you guys just mentioned, when a player is taken who wasn't on CBS and ESPN every week, and you're, you're kind of just waiting to see yeah. who the player is. Um, but from our standpoint, I compare it a little bit, a little bit to – the international scene, like when, when you had to go over and watch, say, a Giannis or when you had to go over and watch some of those players play and they weren't necessarily on the same set of rules and, and, and they're playing against 30-year-old guys in Europe and you're trying to quantify all these different things um, that are not the case in college, but you still have to be able to hopefully recognize the talent, whether they're in Greece or whether they're at OTE or whether they're with the Ignite or whether they're in college. And frankly, that's, that's part of the newer, the new challenge that challenge that is, that is there now in the drafts in 2023. So yeah, it's a great question. The the camaraderie on the floor and also off the floor between Mm -hmm. the the rookies and the veterans, even though the veterans are not exactly old guys with Ivy and and Duran and Wiseman playing (laughs) and and, and Cade and and Beef Stewart there. How's that working out? That's been great. It's been great. I think, um, as you guys saw in some of the summer league games, the veterans being there in the stands, um, pulling for them and cheering for them. um, You're right. I mean, our, our veterans, now would have been young puppies on the 95, 96, 97 era. So it's a little bit of like a, a churning the tables a little bit on it. But um, it's one of the things you guys heard Troy say this at the press conference for Monty, where he, one of the things he told Monty was that he would put 
our locker room up with any locker room in the league. And I know Monty mentioned at the press conference, he had, he had never really heard somebody say that about, about a team. <laughs> and um, I think that it goes to, you know, the, the camaraderie that we have with this group, um, with, the, with the younger players and the older players, is something that we believe is going to be a big part of um, the restoration that you hear us talk about a lot. 